0: What up, Bears fans? Another disappointing Monday. Tag another L up on the scoreboard. Well, they almost had us fooled yesterday. After that opening offensive drive, defense actually held them to a field goal and Maybe looked slightly improved from the week before the Bears come out on their opening offensive drive, work the ball downfield, and score a touchdown. Gee, couldn't believe it. Did they actually have it figured out? Well, you almost had me fooled. But one touchdown doesn't win you football games, and two doesn't either, clearly. Came out. What was it, 92, 93 degrees yesterday in Tampa Bay. And once again, our guys were not ready to play. Shocker, shocker. Another despicable performance on the offensive side of the ball. And the most notable thing for me yesterday was the complete lack of preparedness Uh, kind of a repeat from last week, to come out and actually perform and play football. Another loss for the coaching staff. These guys are supposed to come out and be able to perform, do their duties as athletes, and play a full four quarters of football. And yet, the conditioning of those players seems to be lacking to the fullest extent. How many guys went out yesterday, two, three guys, clearly due to heat exhaustion, dehydration, not prepared to play. I don't know how you expect to practice all week, or supposedly practice all week up at Hallis Hall in the 65, 60 degree weather, it's been nice and cool out here, and then fly down to Tampa Bay the night before. And play down in the 95 degree heat. You think there's actually some kind of, you know, science or, uh, you know, preparedness to do things like that. You can't just walk into the 95 degree heat and expect to put up spectacular performances athletically without being prepared to do so. And once again, the coaching staff has failed to prepare the team to even be able to play let alone win a football game, but to even be out there for four quarters and play football. I'm talking Eddie Jackson. I'm talking Jaquan Britzker. Of course, Britzker came back into the game eventually. But it was clear that they were not ready to play four quarters. Lucas Patrick even went out for a play or two. Our starting center, because he wasn't ready to play in the heat, we were lucky. He almost caused a turnover because, again, we don't have an offensive line that's actually set in stone so that those guys can prepare and practice at their position. So we got a random center who, a week and a half ago, clearly couldn't snap the football very well given the offensive drills that they were doing up at Hallis Hall. And he comes in for a snap or two. Barely gets fields lands on the football because of a shit snap We don't have guys who can play and I don't know what they're paying all these assholes, but they just can't play What else did I see yesterday? Bunch of guys making money who aren't doing what they should for the money. They're making Cole commit once again failing in the blocking scheme time and time again and still can't catch the football when he needs to. Sure, he caught the football, he got some yards, he's got some statistics, but the statistics don't tell the tale. And there was a big second or third down play, second, third, and long, whatever it was, and the guy couldn't even wrangle in the football when we needed him to, which led to another failed offensive drive. And how much did we just sign that guy for? For how many years? What a waste. I think some of the best blocking I saw the other day was by this guy, Mercedes Lewis. 40-year-old, 18, 19th season Mercedes Lewis. You're telling me a guy that's out there that's twice your age is blocking better than you, and okay, experience, sure. But the guy is old, and he's the one out there holding the edge on that first drive when Justin Fields ran in for the touchdown. Mercedes Lewis, that's the best blocker you've got on the team. 39-year-old Mercedes Lewis. I mean, Jesus, I guess we got to keep that guy around. But that's the best guy you've got in his 18th, 19th season? Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. More dog shit play calling yesterday. I don't know why, when you get it to DJ Moore downfield on two plays and you actually get down the field and score a touchdown, why you would stop attempting to do that. Again, Justin Fields could be the main guy to blame. Between him and Getze, I don't know who the main issue is quite yet. But Justin Fields was better protected yesterday, even though that might be to the slightest degree. He had a little bit more time to get rid of the football yesterday. And that little bit more time was more than enough to get it to the wide open fucking receivers downfield. There was multiple times yesterday where Justin Fields was standing in the pocket looking around and ends up either taking yards for the loss as a sack or running right into the defensive line and getting down right at the line of scrimmage. When there were guys wide open down the field, wide open, most notably one when they were about at midfield or just past, I think you had that asshole ex-Packer, number 18, whatever the, Tanyan or Tomian or whatever the fuck that guy's name is, wide open in the end zone. I don't know what the fuck Justin Fields is looking at, but there are guys open. More than open enough for any other quarterback in the NFL to get their guy the fucking football. And not only that, when I believe we should have actually calmed down a little bit and stopped trying to throw the ball so much since field obviously cannot do it. When it's first and ten and you actually finally hand the football off after getting 11 yards all game, handing the football off and trying play action which obviously doesn't work when you haven't even run the damn football at all, all game. You finally do it on first and ten, and you give Khalil Herbert the football, and he runs for nine yards on first down. Let's never do that again. Why would we do that again? Why would we do that again when the guy is actually putting the team on his back and getting yardage? Now, Roshan Zonson didn't even get as much of a chance yesterday, but when they gave the running backs the football, they were actually getting yardage. Unlike when they tried throwing and Fields doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, or they tried some bullshit QB, you know, designed run, when you're paying the guy to throw the football, he is a quarterback, or you try another dumbass ass wide receiver screen or other screen that Fields can't even get the ball to his guy four yards in front of his face, shown at the end of the game, where he throws an interception for a pick six on one of these screens that you've been practicing so greatly up at Hallis Hall all week. How fucking dumb is the coaching staff, honestly? Getzy fucking sucks. His play calling is garbage. You put things out on the field, and the stuff that works, they stop doing it. And the stuff that doesn't work, they continue to try. It didn't work the week before. It didn't work in the game you played yesterday. And yet we're going to keep trying because we had a great week of practice. Fucking terrible. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, you could say things looked a little bit better, because maybe they did. Again, Tampa Bay doesn't look like this fantastic team. They looked, they looked pretty e- mediocre, even playing the Chicago Bears. And yet we couldn't get it done. We held them to field goals. We even blocked one, which I couldn't believe. Someone, one of the coaches actually told the guys to get their fucking hands up and try and block something. That looks new to me. Haven't seen that in a long time. Something tells me we don't won't have, that won't happen again. Who was the guy that blocked the punt in the preseason? Are we actually going to put him out on special teams to try and do that again at some point? I doubt it. Well, they might have looked better. Britsker, again, who was unconditioned to play the game in the heat yesterday, like whatever other numerous amount of players on the team, had a free pick six on that first buccaneer drive. The ball was right in his hands and he didn't catch it. He had nothing but green grass to take it to the house. He didn't catch it. So you could say, you know, oh, well, they can do this and they can do that like this Stevenson guy. Well, he had an interception in the preseason, so we know he can do it. Well, the fucking do he got beat All day yesterday, just like you did in the preseason, it's just you have one half-decent play to flip the field here and there, and somehow they're worth keeping. But the rest of the goddamn football game, they're just getting beat. They're getting beat in the same bullshit zone coverage, only rushing three guys, not pressuring the quarterback at all, and they're getting beat in the same spot 20 yards downfield that they were against the Packers on third and long to get first downs. Again, Eberflus took over the defensive calling yesterday, and they're calling the same shit. Now, there might have been a couple of more blitzes yesterday that got called. Ill-timed. Didn't work. What, did they even sack Mayfield yesterday? I don't recall. They might have got to him once. But they should have got to him eight different times. The tackling is despicable. There is no one on the defensive side of the ball who knows how to tackle. They missed guys left, right, and sideways. Miss tackle after miss tackle after miss tackle. So what the fuck are the coaches showing these guys? What are they actually practicing? What are they really doing on the weeks in between football games? What did they do all off season? The guys do not know how to tackle. They should the defensive linemen had Baker Mayfield one-on-one in the backfield where they should have sacked that motherfucker for a large y- loss of yardage. And they couldn't even wrap them up. They were getting run all over again. We cannot stop the run. And even if we could, we couldn't tackle anybody. The tackling was not even there. letting them run all over you. And the only reason that the Buccaneers didn't seem to score more points was because of shooting themselves in the foot. Because they're almost as bad as the Bears. Almost. But not even close, because they won. I couldn't even listen to Eberflus after the game yesterday. Just, well, this looked good, and this looked better, and this looked better, and I thought we did this better. It's like, well, nothing was better. Because you either win or you lose. And if you got better, then you win. If you didn't, you lose. So they didn't get better, they lost again. The attitude of the entire coaching staff, training staff, upper management of the Chicago Bears is being reflected so deep into their personnel. I looked at the schedule again yesterday. It's like, well, playing Kansas City next week. I mean, they haven't looked that great from what I hear. But we ain't going to beat them. Broncos supposedly won the other day. We ain't going to beat them. Raiders, they're not that great. What, did they score 10 points, 17 points yesterday? Something tells me we won't beat them. It's like, all right, we're going to pull it together. And then they talk shit on social media all week. This isn't who we are. This isn't whatever. This isn't how we play. We're better than this. People don't believe in us. We're going to show them. Well, I'm waiting for you to fucking show me something. You had one offensive drive yesterday that was promising. And I don't even remember how they scored the other touchdown. What, they threw it to Claypool in the end zone? He looked mediocre at best again yesterday. The only notable play that he was a part of was when Herbert took the sweep to the left side and, of course, works his way downfield. And who's out there supposedly blocking for him? It was fucking Claypool. And instead of blocking and actually getting the guy out of the way, Claypool just ended up, you know... Running into Herbert, in the way, got in the way. He got pushed into Herbert. He could have got another 10, 15, who knows how many yards. He scored on a play just like that in the preseason. But when you got Claypool out there blocking, well, he he ran into him. So that's great. But he scores a touchdown pass. So, again, everyone's talking statistics all the time. Well, it wasn't that bad because they got this yardage and this guy got that yardage and, you know, they scored some touchdowns and whatever. But the statistics do not tell the tale. They just don't. Claypool got a touchdown yesterday, and to be honest, he didn't deserve it. DJ Moore deserved to score a touchdown yesterday for the work he put in on the first offensive drive. Khalil Herbert and or Roshon Johnson deserved to get the football in the position to actually score a touchdown. Not Not like it's a given that they would have done it. But those are the guys that seem to be deserving of scoring a touchdown. Not Pritzker on the pick six. Balls keep slipping through his hands week after week. Who actually stripped the ball out yesterday? There was, there was a forced fumble that the Buccaneers recovered, of course. And then, after recovering it for a 10-yard loss, throw for a you know, 25-yard touchdown pass. Stevenson getting beat again. But someone actually, of course, number 33, Jaylon Johnson, the fucking classic peanut punch. That was the only, you know, again, Jaylon Johnson, they only threw at him once. He only got beat once yesterday. That guy's putting in work. He wants to win. He punched the football out. But the ball was, you know, bouncing around, laying on the ground. And our guys didn't seem to understand that they're supposed to be jumping on top of it to recover it. Now maybe they weren't all in a great position to do so, but they're all just looking at the football as it's rolling past them. I mean, what are they doing? Where is the coaching? The coaching staff is garbage. And year after year after year, I keep hearing, all right, cleaning house, we're gonna get, you know, new guys, new whatever. I'm not convinced that they're cleaning anybody out except for the general manager and the head coach. Are they actually getting rid of people on the coaching staff besides them? I'm not convinced that they are. Because they still look like shit. And it still looks like they don't learn things from week to week. And they still don't know basic football fundamentals, such as tackling or actually reading a defense as a quarterback and delivering the football to receivers who are wide open wide open. Fucking terrible. They look so bad. There's absolutely no reason for me to believe that they will win another football game this year. No reason for me to believe that. And I don't know what other excuses that Iberflus and the rest of them are going to be able to come up with. You've got the players besides Justin Fields, in my belief. But again, you're down to your like third-string guys in the secondary, and you're down to your third-string guys on the offensive line. For whatever reasons it may be, at the very least, it's because they are not prepared and not conditioned to play football. You could see it in the preseason. They were not ready to play ball. So there's early-season injuries, and there's people going out because they've got heat exhaustion. And there's people going out because there's something's getting a little pulled and something's getting a little twisted because they were not ready to play ball. And they won't be next week and they won't be the week after that. How many years? All right. And then I already hearing. Well, we're tanking. Let's look for who we're gonna get, you know, first round picks this upcoming season. It's like, well, at least, you know, we've got this to look for for next year. You know, you've got this maybe to look forward to for next year. It's like, well, I've heard that now for at least the last 13 years. Well, you know, maybe next year, maybe next year. And then the next year comes and they look exactly the same. Justin Fields is not the guy. He's not the guy. His... Threat of running the football, again, he hasn't really run the football at all in the last two games, not that I want to see him do it, but the one thing that he's supposedly good at is running the football, and I haven't seen him do that, and the other thing he's supposed to be good at is throwing the football, since, you know, he's the quarterback, he can't do that either. So if we don't end up with, what's the guy, Peterman or Baguette out on the field, Within the next couple of weeks, then the entire organization is kidding itself. It's a complete joke. Because, on the offensive side of things, besides Getzy's dog shit play calling, there were plenty of chances to actually get first downs and score touchdowns yesterday, and it didn't happen because of Justin Fields. So when are we going to figure it out? Everyone else can see it. All of the fans can see it. All of the moron, I mean I mean uh, what are these fucking announcers on TV when you're watching the game? They can see it. So why is it that the staff and the people who actually work for the organization of the Chicago Bears can't see it? Supposedly they know better than us. They're in the business. I've seen enough football to know when your quarterback's an idiot, and when the plays that you're calling don't work, that something needs to change. I think at the very least, I know that. But anyone on the staff of the Chicago Bears doesn't seem to be aware of any of that. And it blows my mind. Again. If it, I had it my way, Iberflus would have been gone after week one. Fields would be benched after yesterday. But again, the Bears organization is too classy. Well, they won't fire anyone midseason. They won't get rid of anyone mid-season. Will they bench Fields? Maybe. But they, you know, they got to give them at least eight, ten games first. Give them a chance. It's like, okay, he had his chance last year. Looked like shit. Had his chance for at least half the season or more the year before that, as far as I recall. He hasn't seemed to improved at all. In fact, I think he's digressed. Significantly. But they'll give him 8, 10, 12 games. Then maybe we'll bench him once the season's already fully tanked and we're 0-12. Then maybe we'll bench him. And one of these other guys will come out and show you how to get the ball downfield. But by then, there won't be receivers that are wide open. And why? Because why would they have the motivation to actually get out there and put in any work when you're 0-12 and you're just completely in the shitter again? Hell, they barely had the motivation to finish the game against the Packers last week. So a couple more losses, and you're telling me they're going to be putting in any work? I don't think so. And if they don't, they should get benched. They should get canned. They should get cut. But they won't. Because the bar is so low for the Chicago Bears that they'll just keep anybody at this point. And I feel oh so bad for DJ Moore, guys like him, and guys like Khalil Herbert, and Roshan Johnson, because they're stuck with the Bears now for... More than likely the rest of their contracts. And DJ Moore has got to just be so disappointed. He knows he's got the stuff. Everyone knows he's got the stuff. And he is more than open enough on so many plays to get the football and put in work for his new team. But he just doesn't even get the chance. And it's got to be so demoralizing for the guy. Because I know it's demoralizing for the fan base. And he's the one playing. He's the one that's not even getting the opportunity. Roshan Johnson was the only guy running over piece of shit Packer guys last week, and he's not even going to be able to get the opportunity. Because even if he does get to touch the football, I mean, we don't have an offensive line that's going to block for him. Komet can barely block. Claypool won't block. Thielen can't block. Or whatever the hell. Number 18... Whoever that guy is from the Packers, he ain't going to block. So when are these guys going to get an opportunity to shine? Work to their strengths. I don't see it happening anytime soon. So we'll wait till next week. Again, week after week, waiting to see if they'll ever figure it out. But it's a grim look for the future. Stay strong, Bear fans. Keep the old styles cold. Because they'll get us through it.